You're about to listen to Grace Pills by Reverend Josh Lai, lead pastor at Caris Center International. Reverend Josh Lai is a preacher of the gospel of the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. Be blessed as you listen. I speak as the oracles of God and I speak with grace that only God supplies. I decree that the word of God comes to transform. We shall be fruit-bearing believers. May Jesus be glorified and we edified. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. So, we actually got to the Ephesians church. Is that correct? Is that correct? And I promise to deal with the Laodicean church. Is that correct? Okay, but I skipped something. I skipped something with the Philippian church. And it is one of my commitments that I will never hide anything that the Lord gives me by his word to his people. Amen? So I won't cheat you on that. Is that correct? So I have to take you back. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Thank you very much for your understanding. So kindly take me to Philippians chapter 3. And we're just going to read through. Amen. Yes, we're going to read through. And I want each one of us to give me your rapt word attention. And you are not just reading it, but you are observing whilst you read. Amen. We're still on thanksgiving under Jesus' culture. And we're doing a case study of the churches and how uh, Apostle Paul actually wrote to them and all of that and how they're able to give themselves and give their lives and everything, including Apostle Paul himself and what he would always admonish them to do. Praise God. Because our lives are a thanksgiving offering to the Lord. Praise God. Okay, so Philippians chapter 3. Okay, Go. Whatever happens, dear friends, be glad in the Lord. I never get tired of telling you this. And it is good for you to hear it again and again. Whatever what? Whatever. Hello. So for the Christian, things can go wrong. For the Christian, things can go, but it doesn't mean that's your end. Whatever happens, dear friends, but you see, he calls them friends. But if you go and read Corinthians, he calls them brothers. Why? Because somebody can be your brother, but not your friend. <laughs> so he, he has a certain quality or level of relationship with the Philippian church because of their obedience. Because they're yielding. Are you getting the point? So like I told you, Jesus at a point called his disciples what? Friends. Friends. 
Because they're yielding. They are what? Yielding to the works of the Spirit. Praise God. And so he tells them, dear friends, be glad what? Be glad about what? Whatever happens. Sometimes it will seem as if there's no grace upon your life. <laughs> but he says it doesn't change the fact that you are a child of God. Whatever what happens. Alright. We'll, we'll, we'll treat the book of Philippians itself. So don't worry. Let me just give us the opportunity to go through. Amen. So yes. If I now look at look at he says, look at he's protecting the people. Is that correct? He says what? Watch out for those what? Wicked men. Dangerous what? Dogs. I call them. Who say you must be circumcised to be saved? Law. How did he call those who preach the law? Dangerous what? Dogs. They are not for your good. Anybody that preaches the law is not for your good. He's a dangerous dog. Let him continue. Go. For it isn't... I want all of us to read. Please, everybody, please pay attention. Please make sure that nobody's attention is distracted. Please. Let's all read. Go. For it isn't the cutting of our bodies that makes us children of God. It is worshipping him with our... Oh, praise God. Okay. That is the only true circumcision. We are we, we Christians glory in what Christ Jesus has done for us and realize that we are helpless to save. If you glory in any other thing, you have lost yourself. We glory in what Christ Jesus has. What did Christ Jesus do? He died to save us. Because we are helpless to save ourselves. Praise God. Continue. Go. Yet, if anyone ever had reason to hope that he could save himself, it would be I. Wow. Are you getting the point? Okay. If others could be saved by what they are, certainly I could. Why? He would enumerate the reasons why he could stand and say, okay, I have all of these and I have done all of these and all of these I, I am and have done should be able to save me. Are you getting the point? If works is that which saves, Paul says then I qualify more than anybody else. 
Okay. So he's going to enumerate. Go. For I went through the Jewish initiation ceremony when I was eight days old. Having been born into a pure-blooded Jewish home that was a branch of the old original Benjamin family. So I was a real Jew if there ever was one. What's more, I was a member of the Pharisees who demanded the strictest obedience to every Jewish law and custom. And sincere, yes, so much so that I greatly persecuted the church and I tried to obey every Jewish rule and regulation right down to the very last point. Wow. Hello? This is the guy we're talking about. Put his pedigree to your own. So that if you want to be saved by your works, then you ask yourself, if this guy did all of that, but it couldn't save him, it couldn't give him salvation, what can I do that will give me salvation? I don't want to go into the Pharisees. I don't want to go into the Benjamites. <laughs> okay, so look at what it says in 7. Go. But all these things that I once thought very what? Worth what? Wow. My value, my worth, I felt were in these things. If somebody would challenge him, he say, don't you know I'm a Pharisee? Don't you know I was, I'm a Benjamite? Don't you know I am this, I am that? He says what? Now what? I've thrown them all away so that I can put my trust and hope in Christ alone. Praise Jesus. In who alone? Christ alone. Next. Emphasis. Yes. Mm -hmm. Everything else is worthless when compared with the priceless gain of knowing Christ Jesus my Lord. I have put aside all else Counting it worthless than nothing in order that I can have Christ. So that's why the songwriter will say, Osumibo Dinina Yesu Osumibu Christ is worth 
His worth is everything for me. Everything else is worth nothing. <laughs> wow. Good. And become what? And become what? No longer counting on being saved by being good enough or by obeying God's laws, but by trusting Christ to save me. For God's way of making us right with himself depends on faith, counting on Christ. Hundred percent Christ, zero percent you. Hello. Do you know that if you've been studying your Bible, you'd have been a better person by now? You ask somebody, oh, why do you not do all the things you don't do as a believer? Hey, God will kill me. Hey, if I do this, God, oh, really? Then you are not obeying at all. Because the spirit of fear is what has filled you. It's not the Holy Spirit. And yes, and fear itself is one of the biggest sins. It must be love. And then it becomes worship. Praise God. So why don't you do that? What he has done for me, I love him so much. Are you getting the point? Yes. I don't want to stoop low to this. And who he's made me is too bigger than this. He's much bigger than this. Are you getting the point? That's a true believer. Why do you give your money? Hey, what else can I do? He's giving me everything. He gave me his life. How much can I pay? To reciprocate this love. When I die today, I transcend into eternity. I would have been damned. Some people ask, so if you die, you, you, if you die, you die, or you die. Okay. Settle with that. And you'll unsettle it when you get there. Somebody say, oh, so how is it like? Okay. Satan is your example. Satan is in eternal damnation. Oh, hello? So if you want to know spirits that are internal, that in eternal damnation, Satan is what? A very wonderful example. Look at Satan. He doesn't know repentance. He can't do anything good. He can't change anything about him. That's how you're going to be like if you don't know Jesus. Eesh. 
your heart will be filled with vexation. Eternally, nothing changes. That's not the life I want to live. Oh, praise God. Look at this. Go. Now I have given up everything else. I have found it to be the only way to really know Christ and to experience the mighty power that brought him back to life again. And to find out what it means to suffer and to die with him. Hey. He said, I've given up everything. And I'm now ready to know him in gain and in suffering. Today's believer wants to know him only in gain. Oh, hello. But not in suffering. You see, the way the world looks at things is very different from the way we look at things. Because knowledge is power. Knowledge changes your perspective. Knowledge changes your thought pattern. What you know is what becomes your guard and your guide. What you know is what gives you and drives your expectations. Because for the world, when the world sees money, um, the world can end. Yeah. You see, that, that's the thinking of the world. That's why Jesus said you can't serve two masters. God. Mammon. God and money. Yeah. So you see, but when you get to a point when people can give their lands to the Lord, it tells you that they rule over money. So you see, when they have money, they will not use money, listen to it carefully, to feed themselves. They will use money to push the agenda of Christ. So in this case, it's not like don't have money. But what would you use the money for? You see, that is the big question you should be asking. Of course, it's true. Some Christians will be speaking out of envy because they've not had money before. And what they are wishing to actually do with money is what they see doing, and they will just condemn it. Meanwhile, they know in their hearts that when they get, hey, Okay, but how can you be able to do the litmus test to really know that your heart is not in money? You can only know by how much you give to the kingdom now. When you don't have money, how much are you able to give away? Are you getting a point? 
Yes, to the cost of the kingdom. Anytime I talk about the cost of the kingdom, I'm also talking about your family. I've told you, don't put the two apart. Because your family is part of what? The church, the kingdom. Don't put the two apart. Don't let the world make you do that. Because your children are also in their kingdom. So if at this stage you don't have much, and you hold on so strong, and you keep hoarding, are you getting the point? And you use your money on frivolous things, and you are saying that, hey, meanwhile, even your own little one down, you can release. You are just being a hypocrite. Are you getting a point? Yes. Okay? But if now you have one land and you can release the land and say, I want it. Use it for God's work. Uh-huh. Then you know that when you get 50 lands or you get, you won't use it like they are using it. Praise God. Am I speaking to you? That's what Paul is saying. I have given up all. Did Apostle Peter also say that? So can you see it in all of those who were committed to Christ? They kept saying, we have given what? All. And followed you. So we don't come into Christ to gather wealth. We come into Christ to give him our all. Praise God. But it is not our all that saves us. Are you getting the point? We have been saved already. But we give our all in response as thanksgiving to what he has already done. Praise God. Is it very clear? Okay. Let's continue. Go. So, whatever it takes, I will be one who lives in the fresh newness of life of those who are alive. Oh, you resurrected with Christ from the dead. Are you getting the point? So that's what he's talking about. I am alive with Christ from the dead. So now I live the resurrected life. The resurrected life is a life that sees everything else as nothing. And sees Christ as all. Praise God. Their motivation and their drive in life is Christ. Christ be glorified. Christ be glorified. Whatever they are doing, they are doing it because of him. To bring glory to his name. Hallelujah. Praise Jesus. Twelve. Go. I don't mean to say... I am perfect. So you see, a very, very truthful, honest man of God. You see, the one he calls dangerous man, the dangerous man is what is the one that tells everybody, until you do this, you are not saved. 
And when you also get saved and you make a mistake, he says, heaven has forgotten about you. That is a dangerous man. Because the man talking to you, this morning, he insulted his child. But he was not banished from heaven. Are you getting the point? No, are you understanding me? Yes, so that's a dangerous man. That's why he calls them dangerous dogs. He's dangerous. Because they will preach the law. They'll make you feel dirty. They'll make you feel condemned. You make a mistake. Hey, you. No. He says, all of these I am doing to bring glory to his name. It doesn't mean I am what? Perfect. I still live in Christ's perfection. Hello. Are you understanding me? Anybody that preaches works to you, ask them whether they have done all their works. Also, you are going to eat communion. And you, you did this. You are coming to eat communion. Do you know that the woman who was caught in adultery, Christ never asked the people who were condemning him, did you commit adultery yesterday? No, he asked them, which of you have not committed what? Sin. Because adultery is equated to every other sin. That's why you don't preach works. No. You don't preach works. Okay, let's continue. Go. I haven't learned all I should even, and, but I keep what? Working toward that day when I will finally be all that Christ saved me for and wants me to be. Oh, praise God. Are you getting the point? Yes. We are all under construction. Everybody. Christ has perfected us in us. In him, sorry. And he is working in us to become perfect like he is. Praise God. Let's continue. Go. No, dear brothers. Mm -hmm. I'm still not all I should be. But I am bringing all my energies to bear on this one thing. What is this one thing? Forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I strain to reach the end of the race and receive the prize for which God is calling us up to heaven because of what Christ Jesus did for us. Oh, I thought you say praise God. Somebody say this one thing I do, forgetting about the past. You can see that in the past here, he's not just talking about glories. He's also talking about negatives. So whether negative or positive, I forget about it because there's much more ahead. Are you getting the point? 
The past will keep me from moving. Eh? Yes. Nobody runs and looks back. Uh-huh. It will slow you down. That's why God didn't put two eyes behind you. If God wants you to always look back, he would have put two eyes behind you. So as you are walking like this, they are showing you. And then screening. No. He wants you always to go forward. Your positive past will make you complacent. It will make you stop and think that, oh, I've arrived. Your negative past will stop you also from going forward. Because you think, I'm too terrible. I can't make anything again out of life. Are you getting the point? Whether past, good, past, bad, whatever it is, he says, I look forward. Who is my, my, my focus? Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Let's continue. Go. I hope all of you are mature Christians. Or mature, all of you who are mature Christians will see eye to eye with me on these things. So it takes maturity to be able to grapple with some of these things. Is that correct? Okay, good. It says... And if you disagree on some point, oh, I believe that God will make it plain. Look at how sweet Christianity is. And look at how complicated we try to make it. So you can see that he says, if your level of understanding is not gotten there, don't worry. I believe that the Holy Spirit lives in you. And he would make it plain. He would open it up to you. Praise God. He says, if you fully obey the truth. So what you know now, work with it. <laughs> Are you getting the point? What you know now, work with Maybe you seek to know more, but you are not working with what you have now. So the truth you have now, work with it. And the Holy Spirit will make plain as you work with the one he's giving you. Is that correct? Okay. Good. Let's go. I love this place. Watch this carefully. Go. Dear brothers, pattern your lives after mine. And notice who else lives up to my example? So you see, all that we read before is what he's talking about my life. Are you getting the point? Uh -huh. The way he sees the things of God. The way he has embraced Christ. Are you getting the point? And Christ as his pattern. Are you understanding? The way he's giving up everything Okay? The way he's made him his focus and forgotten about the past. He says, pattern your life after this. Pattern your life after this. Tell the next person, pattern your life after this. Make your life Christ-centered. Make your life Christ-focused. Just like Apostle Paul. Focus on, Jesus. Focus on 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 Jes
focus on Christ. Let him be your everything. Be sold out to him. And not to the world. Oh, praise God. Pattern your life after mine. And notice who else lives up to what? So you see, as we're in the church, begin to notice those who are living up to that word. Example. Do you understand it now? Yes. People who are sold out for Christ, you can see that everything they are doing is not because of themselves. They are doing it because of what? Christ. In your departments. In your teams. Notice them. And as you notice them, follow their example. And that's why you have to be careful. Listen very carefully. If you, you disciple somebody, make sure you disciple them with the right examples. You see, if you come to church and you come late, your disciple will come late. Oh, yes. Yes. If you don't bring your Bibles to church, your disciple will not bring their Bible to church. If your disciple calls you in the morning, 4 a.m., and they realize, he said, oh, I'm doing my quiet time, I'm praying. Very soon, they will start doing their quiet time. At 4 a.m. Because we all live by somebody's pattern. Oh, hello? Yes. Let me tell you, the truth of the matter is that most of you, the pattern you've lived is the pattern of your parents. I have done this test for several years. I've done, I started counseling 20 years now. 20 years now, counseling. And in all the premarital counseling I've done, there's never been one except those who didn't live with their parents. But everybody that lived with their parents, about 65% of how they react to issues and what they do is because of their parents. Yeah. It's because of And so if you begin to parent somebody in the Lord, it's the same thing. That's why I keep saying that if you don't know the truth and you get somebody to come to church or start following Christ, they will be deficient in this journey of faith for a long time. And that is what happened to most of us. Because the one who evangelized us told us to come to church because our life will change. And in this change, he's talking about you get money. You'll be able to get car. You'll be able to have the wedding. You'll be able to get this thing that you're looking for. Oh, hello. Oh, 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 oh. Am I... Am I the only one? I mean, we, 
was it two days ago, my wife and I were watching the television, and this man was preaching. He's gone to Sunyani or something to do crusade. He said, oh, those of you who have worked, you are tired, bring your burdens to the Lord. You see, and the burden he's talking about, he was talking about, talking about, were material things. Those who are down and you don't have money, he will give you money. Those who have this, he will give you that. Those who are this, and the scripture there has nothing to do with money. It has all to do with saving your soul. Did you hear that? So when the person comes with this anticipation and they come for three months and they don't get a job, they don't get the money, They don't get a visa. Away bus. Now, when that person is introduced to Buddhism, and some way, somehow, when he arrived there, he got the visa, then Buddhism becomes their God. Are you here with me? Every other religion can market anything. But there's only one faith that can market resurrection. That a man would die. And he himself will rise up from the dead. Hey. It's never happened in any. And none can testify of this. Why are you marketing money? Why are you marketing these things? As a matter of fact, we are not being strategic. I heard somebody talking about Daniel. He said Daniel was dressing well. Daniel was speaking very well. That is what gave him advantage over all his other colleagues. I said, really? I don't think so. Because I know that Bible tells me that Daniel prayed. And he was praying continually. As a matter of fact, they asked him not to pray. And he rather opened his windows to pray. And it made all the difference. It's not because of how he dressed. As a matter of fact, his faith challenged his dressing. Not the other way around. When I emphasize on the tenderness of your faith, it will affect every facet of your life. Watch what he says. Which is what I'm coming to. Go. For I have told you often before, and I say it again now, with tears in my eyes. The, I want all of us go. There are many who walk along the Christian road who are really enemies of the, of the what? Cross of Christ. Enemy of the 
cross of Christ because that was where the exchange was made. Materialism for soul. That's where the exchange was made. They are enemies of the cross. Death to sin, self, and Satan. It was there. Watch it. Go. Their future is eternal loss. For their God is their appetite. Hello? Go. They are proud of what they should be ashamed of. And all they think about is this life here on earth. You see what we have made the standards? The appetites. That is what has become the measure. So the one who has the latest drive, when they walk in, everybody keeps quiet. When they talk, everybody keeps quiet because they have the latest. Oh, uh. He says their life here is all they think about. May you not suffer eternal loss. It's not possible. May you focus and focus on him. Praise God. Oh, say hallelujah. Say, I've given up all for Jesus. Say it. Say it. I've given up all for Jesus. Let's continue. Let's finish it. Go. But our homeland is where? In where? In where our Savior, the Lord Jesus Christ, is. And we are looking forward to his return. Praise God. Continue. Continue. Go. When he comes back, he will take these dying bodies of ours and change them into glorious bodies like his own, using the same mighty power that he will use to conquer all else. This should always be on your mind. This should always be your focus. You see, when this is your focus, the present day sufferings will not mean much. It would absorb the pain because there's glory ahead. Oh, praise God. <sighs> Let me just say this shortly. Some of us because this world has so much taking a lot and a chunk of us, when you meet as friends and you're talking, you want to talk by their measure. When they come to visit you, you are shy. You don't want to see the car 
them to see the car you're using. Oh, hello. Oh, hey, are you here? You see, when, when they are talking and say, oh, I have this here, I have lunch here, have, uh, and then you also start conjuring some. Because right within you, that is what you always also think is the measure, is the standard. Many believers have lost the joy of their salvation because we measure ourselves by the standards of this world. Sometimes when you come to church and I look at your faces, I weep in my spirit. The reason I weep in my spirit because I see that you are weeping because of the needs, the vicissitudes of life. And, and yes, the troubles and the pressures of life has beaten everything out of you. Yeah. So I, 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 I look at you, but you see, the point is that all the things you are going through, your pastor, I may be going through worse. But do you know the secret is that my focus is always on him. It's on him. It's on here. This morning, calling all of us back to focus. Praise God. Tell the next person, come back to focus. Come back. Come back. You are not that mobrower. It's a lie. You are not the one to be pitied. It's a lie. They are drawing you in by their standards. When they go into their room, they will weep like babies. As a matter of fact, anytime I have a worry and I know I can pray, I lose the worry. Ah! It disappears and dissipates because my voice is accepted. And when I speak, things will happen. When they are disturbed, they have no hope. They lose it. That's why most of them commit suicide. These days, a lot of pastors are committing suicide. Because most of us pastors have joined the world. Our standards are the number of members. The LED screen. Uh, are you here? Yeah, the LED screen. Uh, and the, how the theater looks very dramatic. You know, and those are the things that makes us pastors also feel we are successful. So now pastors are committing suicide. A lot. 
as we're measuring by the world standard. Yes. Must the church grow? Yes, the church must grow. And you can have a lot of crowd and they don't even know who they are in Christ. If you want crowd, I can guarantee you Shatawali can gather more. Shatawali can gather more. Crowd. So it doesn't take anointing to gather crowd. <laughs> we, we, we don't understand this thing. I pray that my passion by the grace of God becomes your example. May the Lord drive deep into your spirit that the things that concern others and make them lose it will not make you lose it. From today, you redefine stress. Ah, Jesus. I said you will redefine stress. You will redefine lack. You will redefine comfort. The Lord told me yesterday, he said there are things that we have actually given them another name. Some of us have given laziness another name. Comfort. Yeah. We've given laziness another name. Comfort. So when you have to wake up and pray, the comfort of your bed, When you have to go to work, the time you have to go to work, comfort. We have given laziness another name. I pray that there's a new breed. We will redefine our world by the word. And take the world for Jesus. Amen. Praise, glorious grace. Grace, glorious grace. At the cross, you called it finished. Thank you for listening to Grace Bills by Reverend Josh Lai, Lead Pastor, Caris Center International. We believe the word has begun a good work in you. May God's amazing grace lead you to a peaceful and joy-filled life. Caris Center International, living heaven on earth. Come.